Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is an exciting one because it is the first interview I have done on the Mental Makeover podcast. And it's with a very special guest, Carissa Pukas. And you all, I'm sure, are familiar with her. She is a Canadian YouTuber that used to live in Australia back in the early days of YouTube when I was still living at home and like, yeah, the good old days. So I don't want to spoil too much of it in this intro, but tune in. You'll hear all about it, all the little details, how we went from friends to like kind of enemies back to friends again and what that means for us now, what that meant for us back then, why we acted the way we acted, what we learned from it, what we've taken away from it and some messages we have for you guys uh, to use in your life if, if you relate to our situation at all. So I hope you enjoy. If it does sound like I'm shouting a little bit in the interview, it's because I was wearing noise cancelling headphones. So I couldn't really hear myself speaking. So I think I was overcompensating. But the rest of the audio was amazing. I'm really, really happy with how it turned out. So enough of me rambling. Let's get into the interview. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. I'm so, so grateful that you uh, shared your platform with me. Oh, my pleasure. You're my first, like, what, r- remote guest. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. So we met. What what year did we meet and how did we first come into contact? I remember seeing your picture and it was when I lived in Lake Monmora. And um, I'll never forget, for whatever reason, somebody tagged me in your stuff. And I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled back in, like, old school Instagram days yeah I think I sent you a message just saying like oh I'm a huge fan of what you do um I think you had like maybe 40,000 followers at the time but it was just so cool to see another person in Australia doing the same thing because it was such a small market back then for sure that's what I remember I think and then so what what year was this was this like maybe to end of 2011 started 2012 like somewhere in there you still lived at your parents house um I think once people started tagging me in your stuff and once we started having a bit of like back and forth, people immediately like friendshiped us. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Like the internet's hilarious like that, but everyone just assumes that automatically, like since they're talking, they must be friends. And since they're friends, they must be best friends. Yeah. And so I feel like we got really like kicked into the deep end with, we didn't even really get to know each other very well before people were already like, wow, like Chris's friend, Lauren. It's like two people that like do the same thing in the same area should immediately become friends. And it's not to say that that doesn't always happen, but like it's totally, totally. It's weird. And we can go into that more a little bit later as well, because there's other situations where that comes into play. But then you came to visit Perth. So that would have also been in 2011 or was that 2012? I think that was 2012. And I think a lot of people also thought that I came out there just to visit you. Can I just (laughs) put that out there that I was really excited to visit you and I was super stoked that we were doing that. But I actually came out for a different work thing and it just so happened that you were free and you invited me to stay. And yeah, it was this whole huge thing of, again, people really like to find the common thread and then assume from there. Yeah, 100%. So... We, you stayed over and we had a meetup. We like, so yeah, my channel, I guess it was starting to, to, to grow pretty well, but it was still so early days and we organized this meetup in, um, Perth city. Neither. I'll um, never forget that. (laughs) Oh my God, neither. And if any of you have been to Perth or, uh, live there or whatever, like the green cactus little statue things that's where we, we, we met up and I don't know how many girls came I don't know maybe like 
30, do you reckon? I would say at least like 30 to 40, yeah. maybe even more. But it was just the funniest thing. It was so last minute and we were overwhelmed that that many people showed up. Like, it wasn't was, it your yeah. first meetup? It was my like, absolute first. Yep, yep. And then the we got eggs. It was chaos, what? wasn't it? I was wondering if you remembered that. Somebody oh fully chucked eggs like above our head to splatter on the building and then yes. it fell down on us. And we were just like, what is this? Oh. But the majority of people were really lovely and super sweet, and I still have pictures from that day. I thought we looked absolutely yes. adorable. I know. You were wearing those disco pants from American <laughs> Apparel, and I was like loving them so much. Oh my god! Uh, I think we were so we were fans fun. of each other at that we point, and we just thought like, wow, this is so cool that we get the opportunity to connect. And yes. so. I, I know for me, I was so excited to film with you and, and yes. to do some content with you. But when it got out, so many people were like, oh, well, they don't have any chemistry or like this or uh. that. And I was like, but we literally met this day. <laughs> like, give us a break. It's like we're like 20 yes. something year old girls trying to make this work. And that's also, I guess, the first time, well, that's the first time I'd ever filmed with somebody else, I think. And so you you don't know how people because you we got along well obviously like we were yeah basically perfect strangers yeah but we we made it work and and we got on really well and then we thought that I guess you forget that people don't they only know what you show them so they you upload these videos and it's the same with with anyone that you film with it's this like scary thing where yeah people just add that context to it there yeah oh like Carissa must not like Lauren because of this or Lauren must not like like they they make assumptions in their head and then they run with it and then they make this like narrative up for your friendship or you guys secretly hate totally. each other or like it's it's so weird and then you it like it was the weirdest thing it was like this like super like ridiculous relationship between us and people that follow us because you're like well you're trying to mitigate the situation. Like, I really like Lauren and I really like making these videos, but it makes me feel uncomfortable when people are putting that kind of pressure on you and your relationship because it's like, whoa, okay. I was yeah. just doing this for fun. Exactly. And then I think the next big thing that we did was IMATS. And yes. I think everyone yeah. who has followed <laughs> us from then, like from around that time, remembers. They know. This, this the is the like whitest my- girl, white girl <laughs> video. <laughs> It's an iconic video. It actually is. I watched a snippet Uh, of it the other day and I had to turn it off. (laughs) It's so awkward. Did you? You know what? I was going to say, I still have good memories from that, even though it was such a ridiculous day. We were in such a rush. Can I just preface this with that? Like, we all (laughs) needed to be somewhere at a certain time and we were not going to make that happen. No. (laughs) So we're trying to film this video and I think Chloe was in and out of it and it was just chaos and we were just trying to do something fun, but it, it definitely blew up a little bit online and it it was that very much people had you know team Chloe team Shannon team Lauren team Carissa or this person's being left out or this person's talked over and it was like but this is the weirdest thing like we all agreed to be in this we're all obviously friendly we're not like pitting ourselves against each other like where is this coming from I think what a weird culture it is and I think people I think people more so in this day and age but like want want there to be drama because obviously it's more interesting to watch a group of people that don't really get along properly or whatever but again like that was the first time I'd met Shannon I spent probably the most time with Chloe but again like we weren't best friends or anything I spent a lot of I guess probably quite good friends at that point because she was my only really friend um that I had over there was I living in Sydney no Mm. I I wasn't living in Sydney at that point I don't think you were living there yet no. no so actually I probably wasn't that close with Chloe I think I really got close to her once I moved 
to Sydney. So, like, it was all... We were perfect strangers. We, 100% like, that's, it's were. literally what it was. The but only people totally took it as, like, <laughs> BFFs. We all talk every single day. And it was like, dude, like, no, that's not the case. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not it's not that we didn't all benefit from collaborating with each other. And I think that that's underlying. Like, mm. it was fun to do. We all knew that it was probably going to benefit our channels and get in front of new people. And it just made sense at the time to do that. So I think yeah. that that's where at least our headspace, if I can speak for us, yeah. like, that's kind of where I was at. Yeah. But yeah, I was made into this huge, huge thing, which was very strange. <laughs> And it was fun for sure. Like we don't want to put it mm. out, put it out there that like that like we were just. I mean, back then, I totally. think we, we could have assumed that you know, oh, you know, we, we'll we'll get some cross promotion or whatever. But it was just a lot of fun, and we hadn't been to IMATS. Well, I hadn't been to IMATS before, and it's like four girls getting ready. Totally. And it was really like yeah, it, it was a really fun time. The opportunity to go do that and. I don't know. For me, it was just like, why not say yes to these things? Like, how exciting! You're in, you know, your early twenties, and you get invited to a makeup event where you get to actually be a VIP person. Like, we yeah. were all so stoked. So I mean, random. I was personally peeing my pants. It was yeah. really cool to do that. But and it then, was funny what ended up surrounding that because it was so not what actually happened. You know? Yeah, and we still get. I mean, I still. Get, I can't speak for you, but I'm sure it's probably the same. Still get people oh, commenting. All the yeah, time, same though. That video with you, Shannon, Krista, and Chloe, like. I love that it's become something that people like hold close to themselves. Like, you know, it's 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 something special for people, and I love that. But I think people often ask me like, "Oh, you know, you should do another video like that." And well, first of all, half of we all live in different countries now, literally totally. different countries. Yeah. Plus, um, we're all friendly. I mean, some people are probably more so than others, but it's mm-hmm. just just be, yeah. Logistically, it's not. It's probably going to happen, and that's no. okay. That's totally fine. I think that people get a little bit sad of like, oh, well, they're no longer friends anymore. This or that. I think that now I have way more in common with you than we ever did yes. before. You know, and I love percent. that. Yes. And that's why I think that we ended up coming back together and having a bit of a online friendship and, and a good kind of relationship that way is just because 100%. we do have so much more in common now and, and we're grown up we're not we are... freaking insecure little children anymore no. you know and we're we're okay to admit our mistakes and where we might have went wrong and talk about it because that's how you get through things well let's talk about it that's that's obviously yes. what people want to <laughs> because i have no interest in like uh, if, if I've had issues with people, I have no desire to like air it out. And it's just everyone has issues in their normal lives with people. It isn't like you're around telling the world, oh, my God. So we had our issues and then we just we just stopped talking. But anyway, let's go back to what actually happened. So I'll go I'll, – I'll start first. I don't know Please, what – I would love – yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was, I think, 2015 because I had moved back to Perth. And yeah. I hadn't – really done much else other than YouTube. So my American management were like, let's start a website. You've got, you know, good numbers on Facebook. Hopefully it'll translate to your website. And I thought, sure. So they had a team that was all set up and ready to do this. I had no idea where to start. So they had a team that could make the website. We had someone that could help me write the the blog posts and come up with content. And then we had someone who could come up with just ideas for the website in itself. And that included um, like the domain name, like the URL. So we started throwing around these different ideas and the one that we settled on was lovelaws.com. You guys may remember it. It's been it was up for like a year or so and then it just I kind of lost interest and we shut it down. So it was lovelaws.com. So that's where things got complicated because 
I think I got a little bit frustrated. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'll step in and in there. Yeah. I, I had a website at the time called Love Carissa. And from my point of view, I was represented by the same management as you. And I got my fur up thinking like, well, how on earth were they promoting love laws at the same time as they've already known that I've been running this blog called Love Carissa. That was kind of my branding, my this, my that. And I was really insecure about it because you had a larger platform and I felt like, fuck, like I'm just going to get steamrolled here. Yeah. And yeah, I, I can't remember who messaged who first, but I was really upset and I handled it very poorly. And I, yeah, I just, I look back on that and there were things that I said online I just did not need to say. And I think about it and it's one of those things where it's just like, wow, that was so immature and so unhelpful to not necessarily air dirty laundry because I didn't really say exactly what happened, but I definitely left some snide kind of open-ended, what are those called? Like when you know that it's about a person, but like you don't say their name, like like those kind of messages. Yeah. yeah. Like it was shitty. It was very shitty of me to do. But then from my perspective, I, which is, and this is, as you have been like, insinuating this is something that hindsight is (laughs) this is a a situation where hindsight comes in into play because at that time you were messaging me and I was like literally just like what are you talking about like why are you upset I could not understand Mm -hmm. it from your perspective and I didn't explain it well no but then also (laughs) I jumped right in (laughs) no I guess that's probably also why I also got defensive because when someone's coming at you um, mm-hmm. you you immediately defend yourself, which is with which is what I do with with anyone. It's not just you know you totally. or yeah. But I didn't yep. take the time to stop and think. If I were in her position and this had just happened, like how would I feel about this? Because I'm sure I would have felt the same way. Because I mean, genuinely, I didn't I didn't do enough research on my end, and neither did obviously my team um, into whether or not that would be too similar to anyone else's brand because it 100% was and I didn't even realize you guys like our management was the same at that point which is really poor poor on their part and that's a whole other topic but it's it it was so it didn't need to turn into what it was I think the thing that got me pushed me over the edge because I think we were talking back and I wonder if we still have the message oh I doubt it but I think <laughs> is when you went to like guru gossip one of those things and posted those subtle things. That's when I just like, yeah, that was the end for me. Cause I thought like, you know, obviously how much it hurts when you see things online that people have written about you that aren't true or that aren't fair. And then you never totally. mentioned my name, but it was obviously one of those like, yeah, what is the word for that? Totally. When you know, I thought it wasn't guru gossip. It was on Facebook um, groups. I've uh, never been a guru gossip okay. person. I think Let's I made an on. account with my own name once being like, you know what? I'm a nice person. And then like shut the account down. <laughs> but I've never posted on guru gossip in any other sense. It definitely was was Facebook groups. And I've gotten myself in trouble a couple of times on Facebook groups. It's so easily accessible. It's yeah. not something that you just, you know, look for and you dive deep into a website like guru gossip you you literally have it in front of your face because I don't know about you but my Facebook's open a lot of the day yeah and so when it's there it was just like well it's kind of easy to put in a little this that and try and make people see it from your angle yes but I think the hardest thing that I kind of realized growing up is that there are two types of people one kind of person goes through something and they never want another person to deal with the hurt and the pain that they've dealt with and the other type of person goes through something and they want everyone to feel that hurt and pain Mm. that they felt so that they understand that Mm. and for whatever reason in some situations I acted like the second person Mm. and I lashed out 
and I let my emotions take control of that situation. And I, I don't know, it's, it's something that I wonder if it was maturity or if it's a learned action that, you know, I, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be reactive. Yeah. But I think that that's kind of where it, where it, it settled with me. Yeah, I think we've, we've all been there. There's been times where, especially if someone, because I still do it to this day, if, if someone said something nasty about me or bad or, or just false, my immediate thing is to like mm-hmm. defend my name and, and, and to like defend myself because if, if I didn't do it, then no one else will and it's about like, yeah. it's, it's just, yeah, I don't think, and okay, let's actually further that conversation then. So I blocked you on everything, which was very stupid and dramatic of me at the time like anyway I was what we were young we know better now we were young yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we know better now when you know better you do better and we didn't do better at that time so (laughs) that's exactly it. yeah so I am notorious within myself at least for holding grudges it's like the number one thing I do I I find it really hard to forgive and forget I think it's because I think if you can hurt me once you can hurt me again there's no point in like giving you another chance which is good sometimes Mm -hmm. but really bad and unhealthy other times I'm trying to learn to like know the difference between when something is worthy of like just being blocked off and ignored forever (laughs) or if it's worth like moving on from so I think you reached out I don't know how many years or what the time frame how much time had passed you reached out somehow I moved to Canada um yeah in in the meantime yeah yeah it was like I think it was 2016 okay and I reached out and yeah I just had been reflecting over the situation and to be honest like you said there's a lot of moments in our past relationship where I think each of us really felt like the other had done something wrong or like there was just that uneasy feeling like I think um, not to backtrack, but kind of to backtrack. I think the reason why the love Carissa love laws thing really felt frustrating was because I remember us having a conversation when we first signed to this management, and you had been upset that I had signed with this management because you said that I was also blonde and a YouTuber, <laughs> and people would choose me for advertisements rather than choosing oh, you. And I just remember God. feeling like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck is this? And like uh, like you said, my fur got so up. I was just like, well, who is she to say that? Like, we each have our own lane, blah, 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 blah. My fur was but already was always up, always in the back of my yeah. head, uh, <laughs> you know? And like, it's one of those things I look back and I'm like, uh, of course she's going to react like that. She's, you know, you were what, 20 years old at the time. Insecure. You might have felt insecure about whatever uh, you were doing. Like, oh my God, I totally get it. But in the back of my mind, uh, here I am like, yeah. what do you mean this girl who has more followers than me is shitting on me? <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> I just felt so small and Yuck, I was yeah. I was upset and I, th- I think that I felt that when the website thing came up it was one of mm. those in- instances where it was like wow I can kind of lash back or jab yep. back yep. and I don't know it was always something that I massively regretted because as obviously you grow as a person or I hope that people grow as people mm. and you look back over certain times in your life and you're just like man I regret how I handled that and, and that was always such a thing for me. I really regretted how we had left things and how I had handled our relationship and, and my part in that. So yeah, I, I messaged you to to try and make amends. And back on to that, what you just mentioned, actually, isn't that funny that I completely forgot that I ever said that to you? So when the Love Carissa, Love Laws stuff came around, totally. I wasn't thinking of that in the background. And the reason that I probably was sensitive about that was because when I first moved to... Sydney, I was dealing with this guy who mm-hmm. had a connection with, I think he was working with Clio magazine. And at that point, mm-hmm. it was Chloe and I who were like, I don't know, doing really well in, in Australia. So we totally. were- Totally. They were yeah, pushing you guys. Yeah. 
And you were the Australians. It made sense. I was a Canadian. I wasn't even a freaking Australian. <laughs> oh, so like, but now I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, but then like he was like, oh, you know, L'Oreal um, would want to work with Lauren because she's blonde and that's what they like. But then Chloe wanted to work with L'Oreal because they were more luxe. And I didn't really want to work with L'Oreal at that point because my whole thing was like mass market, like, you know, mm-hmm. mainstream. Affordable. Yeah, yeah. So I was, we were already being like typecast almost into these yeah, roles. Totally. Like Chloe would work with like, I don't know, Pantene or something. Like it was, I was like, what, 19, 20. I didn't even, oh, probably like 19 at that mm-hmm. point. I had no experience. I was relying on these, this older guy who I knew from Bar of Soap to, to like, oh, there's so many things that, even Chloe, I spoke to Chloe a little while back and she reminded me of something an older woman said to us about doing drugs and if someone hands you drugs, you've just got to do it really like subtly and like, excuse me, what, what do you mean? We were children. Anyway, so I obviously had these insecurities like, oh, I've been told that I'm the blonde, the blonde one, so that's got to be my thing otherwise. And it all comes from insecurity. That's all it comes Absolutely. from. Absolutely. And it you totally from. take your narrative and kind of run with it because, yeah. I, I mean, I want to remind people that like this was an industry that did not exist like we were pioneers in this industry that kind of the first kind of deals that were to come out like we were a part of them and so we didn't know really what to expect or how that works or I mean looking back I'm sure all of us would have made very different moves and done very different things just at a basic level we probably would have felt a lot more comfortable to communicate this yeah you know but we was very it was very pitted you are in this lane you are in this lane don't cross lanes yeah and so, yeah, like, I totally, I totally get it. But yeah. that was always something that I thought about and was like, God damn, like, I regret that in my life. And I wanted to make that right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I messaged you and I honestly did not, I, I think I prefaced it by saying, like, you don't have to write back. Like, yes. it's totally fine. Yeah. I just wanted to put it out there that that is something that I think about and I regret. And I, I really wish that you would um, accept my apology. And, and yeah, you responded. I couldn't believe it. I think I read that. And I was taken aback because I was like, damn, I wouldn't have the balls to do that myself. So I think I really respected that in you because, again, I find it really hard to admit that I'm wrong. So to have someone who did all this stuff and then I did equally as much stuff back, but of course, you know, you don't see that at the time because you think that you're innocent, whatever. To have to have that person come to you and say, like, I stuffed up, sorry. I was like, wow, well, what do I gain from, like, continuing to hold this grudge when there's obviously no reason to like we were both and I think at that point as well I was older more mature so I could see my fault in that and and my my where I went wrong and it was just I I, I don't know even what I responded I think I said I like I, I appreciate your message and I'm I accept it and I hope I apologized back for things that I for where I went wrong um but I think oh, we all good <laughs> we are all good and so it's weird as well because it was a very, like, after that, it wasn't like we both started DMing every day and chatting to each other and, like, it wasn't like... I know, hey. It was it was settled. It was like, this is now in the past. But because we hadn't been speaking for years, it wasn't like we just... It, it wasn't like two long-lost friends reuniting and, you know, it was just... We just coexisted and did our own thing but we were fine there was no bad blood I mean both of us probably weren't really looking to develop a friendship or anything like that it was just clearing the air yeah definitely and then it was clearing the air but then I think too like through that time 
I, I don't know, like, like you said, you had me blocked for a while, and I wasn't really following what you were doing for a yeah. while. And then when I reached out, I started following a little bit more of what you're up to. And I was totally floored. I was like, this is all of the things that I like, <laughs> like Lauren has a small dog. She likes plants. She likes vegetarian food. Yeah. She likes being out in nature. And it was like, oh my gosh, we have so many things in common that we previously never would have known because we never really let each other in in that way because of our previous, you know, fight or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I just was so pleasantly surprised thinking like, wow, like what is the use in holding a grudge against someone that I really deep down respect and yeah. I, I like and yeah. I, it's just such a waste of energy to to have that in the forefront of your head of you know oh this person wronged me and blah 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 screw that let it go like I'm sure there's m- many more things you have in common than there are things that you don't have in common exactly and that really surprised me as well because I was like there was probably a part of me that was still like hold on to that grudge that little tiny little not yeah not, you're guarded no you're guarded. guarded that's the word it wasn't a grudge I wasn't like mm-hmm. consciously doing it. I think I was just guarded but then I would see things at your post and I was like oh <laughs> that's that's very interesting and like more and more totally th- it was it was so weird is exactly how you said I'm like wow we actually have so much more in common and like who would have, like way more than we've ever had in common? Like we actually absolutely we actually have something like, in common. Deep down, now. we yeah. have, we actually have stuff in common. Yeah. Who would have known? Who would have known? And uh, I don't yeah. know. I think it was it was the veneer of what we thought we the friendship that we had to have. I think yes. that really got in our way. And like you said, it it we were really not necessarily pushed, but we were guided by those that we trusted. That you know, this is your lane. Stay in it. And yeah. you know, that person is helpful for this reasons. And you kind of didn't look past that as much other than just a work relationship and yeah I I think that's ridiculous I'm so sorry that I missed out on being your friend because I think that you're a really lovely person and and vice versa yeah 100% (laughs) and it's it's yeah it's a real shame that petty immaturity got in the way of what could have been like a friendship over a couple of years and like now I love like I I look forward to your stories, like showing the beautiful place. You, I mean, you know how many times I DM you over your... I'm so eternally All the time, jealous. you guys. She's obsessed. <laughs> she's obsessed with I'm the forest. So I'm so jealous. The, like your life, I, love I just your I love snaps. it. <laughs> I think Mutual respect. Exactly, like, I, I, would happily, I would happily vacation where you are and I think vice versa. Oh, I think 100%. we're now at the point where we could probably go and grab dinner and, you know, shoot the shit and it would be totally Have fine. Have a great... Exactly. And that's why we wanted to do this podcast because there's so many people out there that are probably that have had a, a little hiccups with people or maybe huge arguments or I don't know people you had that, things in common with or you you thought you did yeah or... maybe you were really close maybe you were just acquaintances who knows but something went wrong maybe it was big or small and you haven't spoken since then maybe you think about them every now and then maybe you miss them maybe you don't maybe you just want to move on with your life and just start a clean slate and have no like you know bad blood between anyone mm-hmm. like I think if if that is in your mind, if that's something that you're thinking about, you've thought about, like just reach out, do what Chris did, have the balls to like, I, yeah. Again, I wish I had the courage to do that, and you doing that has now, you know, given me a different perspective and has helped me grow as a person and to move on from something that was never even an issue really to begin with. Like it's just, it's both parties benefit in their own way, and I think that it's just it's a lesson to all of you guys and exactly why we want to do the podcast, as I just said, because. We're sure that even though our situation is kind of different because it's the internet and it's like a weird world, but it still applies to everybody else's lives and their experiences. And I don't know. Totally. I'm it rambling doesn't now, need but... to be all or nothing. 
Yeah. No, like, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like, you really don't have to be a, an enemy to someone. You can just let it go. And yeah. you can say that you're sorry. And most likely, it was a two-way street in some which way. And if you're able to take responsibility for what you did, and regardless of if the other person can take responsibility or regardless of what way it moves forwards, let that off your chest. You don't have to live that way and you can yeah. just let it go. It doesn't need to be a fight. You can just move forward and be neutral. And who knows, maybe you'll end up having a cool relationship in some which way with that person again. You obviously are friends for a reason to begin with. Yeah, exactly. I think that when it comes to all hiccups in relationships, be it you know with your partner, with your friends or whoever, give it time to kind of just settle for a bit before you get really heavily involved in any which way or before you reach out just because time does heal like it's so cheesy but time gives you the space to step back and really realize like wow I could have made a different choice in these spots and I don't know like I said earlier there's just something so nice about just letting go you know it doesn't need to be something that is such an important part of your life and part of your narrative and you know I hate this person because they're my nemesis like who has the time for that honey like you don't (laughs) need to do that amen preach it your voice is so relaxing I was just listening to you speak and I'm like it's just like calm and like just chill (laughs) tell that to my family they're like shut her up put a mask on her All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can we find you? What have you, yeah, where would you like to direct people? Oh, well, I'm kicking around the internet. You can find (laughs) me on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter. And I I can't promise I'll be consistent on any of (laughs) them. Um, But but my handle is at Carissa Pukas. My name is like Lucas, but with a P. Um, (laughs) Everyone always pronounces it wrong. So I thought I'd put that one out there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm around. You can find me. Amazing. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thanks for having me. And thank me you too. all for tuning in, everyone. If you enjoyed, please don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. And I will speak to you all next time. Bye, everyone. <laughs>